0: You've had bariatric surgery and now that scale is starting to creep back up and you don't like it at all. You've heard that going keto is the answer, right? But is it? Let's talk about it in just a minute. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist Dr. Susan Mitchell. You're listening to the Beyond Bariatric Surgery podcast, episode number 29. Let's go beyond bariatric surgery together and talk about everything you need to move on. Thanks so much for being here. If this is your first podcast, I appreciate you listening. If you were a prior listener, you know I've been on a lengthy hiatus due to some major incidents and tragedies in my office and at home. As I've come out of the darkness, I'm so grateful to once again be behind the microphone. I hope you find these episodes to be just what you need in your day-to-day journey and transformation after surgery. Let's get on with the episode. Recently, a member of our Facebook group posted the question, help me. Is keto the answer to my recent weight regain? Have you been wondering about the keto diet too and if it really works for the bariatric lifestyle? So just for the fun of it, I googled keto and in 0.74 seconds, I got, don't miss this, 233 million results. I would say that's trending, wouldn't you? What exactly is a keto diet and more importantly, Where does it fit in your transformational journey? A keto diet is one that's high in fat. It's moderate in protein and very low in carbs. Does an alarm go off in your head? It should. More about that in a minute. The diet's purpose is to maintain what's called the metabolic state of ketosis or basically where fat is used as energy instead of carbs. Actually, this ketogenic diet has been around since the 1920s where it was first used as a therapy for epilepsy and it found success in minimizing seizures in children. So how did this diet then make the turn to weight loss? Okay, think 1970s and the low-carb Atkins diet which became super popular as a diet for weight loss, and then it sparked interest in many more low-carb diets, including keto. In fact, maybe you've heard the keto diet referred to as Atkins on steroids. Okay, here's the deal, don't miss it. The body normally depends on glucose from carbs for energy. However, in the absence of glucose from a low-carb diet, The body begins using stored fat as energy instead and then weight loss can occur. So let's take a dive into the benefits of a keto diet. Aside from weight loss, eating a keto diet can help you feel full for longer. Some studies suggest it may be due to the effect on changes in hunger hormones. Research has shown that the keto diet might also improve health conditions such as insulin resistance if someone is sensitive to carbs or has type 2 diabetes and metabolic syndrome. Okay, going back to that alarm going off in your head when I said the diet is super high in fat, although it sounds like the magic pill to weight loss, the keto diet is not the answer for the bariatric lifestyle, particularly in the long term why not you're probably saying a successful bariatric lifestyle has very different nutritional requirements specifically when it comes to the macronutrients which are protein carbohydrate and fat you need copious amounts of protein after bariatric surgery and in fact you always will instead of copious amounts of fat Protein is the most important distinguishing factor in a bariatric eating plan that works and is going to be successful long-term. With a keto diet, you're eating a high-fat diet where fat calories make up 70 to 80 percent of your total day's calories carb calories are cut down to around 2 to 10 percent of total calories for the day. Yes, you're right. With keto, you're not going to get anywhere near enough protein-rich foods, about 60 to 90 grams per day on average, which is where the focus needs to be forever for your successful transformation after surgery. Plus, and you're not gonna like this one very much, a high-fat diet can cause fatty diarrhea. Besides being no fun, this diarrhea prevents you from absorbing vital nutrients such as the fat-soluble vitamins, you may know as A, D, E, and K. So fatty diarrhea is a form of diarrhea from keto, but you may also experience dumping syndrome from the high-fat diet. So, more diarrhea not exactly where you want to spend your new lifestyle right on top of the two types of diarrhea that keto often causes after bariatric surgery keto flu which you might have heard the term typically shows up its bad self or the side effects of a keto diet that include muscle cramps weakness headaches and dehydration it's true that a keto diet is low in carbs, which you're watching anyway in your new lifestyle, but on this plan, carbs are very restricted and may exclude fruits and veggies that are good sources of fiber and vitamins, both of which your body wants and needs to proper uh, to function properly. So the goal after surgery is your success and your transformation into a lifestyle where you have energy you feel good you enjoy real food that keeps you satisfied and best of all lessens that weight regain although keto could work very short term it's not a good long-term lifestyle for your body's special nutritional needs I hear you. It can be hard to get all the protein you need and find ideas of items that you like. Okay, let me help you just a little. Head to my website, breakingdownnutrition.com. Halfway down the page, you'll see the freebie, the five fast ways guide to add protein to your diet. Forget keto. Get started with these easy ways to add more protein every day. You'll also find the link in the podcast show notes on our website BreakingDownNutrition.com. This is episode number 29. Remember, the key to success after bariatric surgery is a diet rich in lean protein sources, somewhere in the range of 60 to 90 grams on average. It's so important to talk about all the issues you face and what you can do about them to move on. So go grab that protein cheat sheet at BreakingDownNutrition.com and I'll talk to you next week. Beyond Bariatric Surgery is produced and not by Practicalories, LLC, all rights reserved. Remember the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your health provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.